Welcome back to uh, Finding Radio. Two weeks just seems to go ever so quickly, really, doesn't it? Um, I've been out busy, uh, catching a few people, doing some interviews. I'll be out later this evening down to uh, see The Odd Couple being performed by the Farringdon Dramatic Society and hopefully uh, get a few interviews with a couple of people down there. So that'll be in the next show. Um, one thing I'm going to be trying to do in this show, again, trying to be a little bit more restrained and, and holding back the length of the show. It just seems to be creeping up again. I'm going to aim for around about the half an hour, maybe 40 minutes at the most. Uh, I think that's more than long enough for anybody to be sat at their computer listening to uh, me rambling on. Uh, anyway, in today's show, we've got some we've got some great music. We've got music from uh, Little Fish, uh, Mammoth and the Drum, and Lucy Lou. And we have interviews with Dave Gosling from the Farringdon Thursday Memorial Cup Trophy Team, Association, Club, something like that anyway. And also Rosemary Packer, who's going to be talking about the Farringdon... Uh, what's it called now? The, the Farringdon Farmers Market. We all talk about wanting to support uh, local retailers. Well, here's somebody who's actually uh, got up and done something and been going 10 years now, very successfully, maintaining the Farringdon Farmers Market. Uh, but uh, let's go to our first piece of music. Uh, we always like to discover new artists, particularly here in Farringdon. So here's uh, Lucy Lou with a song of hers called In My Brain. My legs ache and I'm on fire. You suffocate me when you speak. And I have never been this high up. My body's restless and you cannot wait to begin. Neither can I Although I doubted this for a while You pulled me under, wrapped me in And I can't feel you under my skin Why don't you try me on four sides I think I feel
you know I can't complain that you're resting in my brain. You just make yourself at home there, cause I swear you won't leave again, you won't leave again. Well, that was uh, Lucy Lou, local Farringdon singer, uh, hopefully encouraging her to maybe come down to the 15-minute club sometime, performing some of her new songs. That actually recorded here in Studio B at Farringdon Radio. And uh, Lucy's been back in uh, recording some new tracks as well. So maybe uh, we might have a full EP in, uh, maybe in the next couple of months. Uh, uh, that track, uh, uh, In My Brain, is uh, freely available to download for free, because it's free on SoundCloud and there'll be a link on our site where you can uh, get hold of that and download it for free because it's free. So please let's uh, support local artists even if we're doing it for free. Hmm, that doesn't quite work out the way I intended it to say. Anyway, uh, moving on to our first interview, we've got uh, Dave Gosling who's going to be telling us about the Farringdon Thursday Memorial Cup which is a a Memorial Cup established uh, not long after the war in memory of local Farringdon footballers, uh, which unfortunately, some of which didn't uh, survive the war, didn't didn't come back. And uh, he's going to tell us a bit about the history of that. And obviously now here we are in the 60th anniversary of that memorial trophy. I'm with Dave Gosling uh, now, who's, uh, who's the chairman of the Farringdon Thursday Memorial Cup competition, which is uh, uh, an organisation set up to, uh, in memory of members of the Thursday Football Club. Which was ran uh, up until during, up until during the war. Um, can you, Dave, can you just tell us about what what was the original uh, club about? What, what, who was who was Thursday Club? I mean, why why was it that? Uh, yes. Good morning, Sean. Um, the Farnham Thursday uh, football team came about where the uh, the shopkeepers, the grocery lads, um, various persons like that in retail had nothing to do on Thursday afternoons when it was half day closing. So they decided to form a football team mm-hmm. and they entered the football team into the Oxford Thursday League and uh, they played uh, in that league and they also played for the Farnham Hospital Cup which uh, used to be running before the war. And uh, then along came the war mm-hmm. and uh, the team uh, disbanded while the war was continuing. Sure. Yeah. And after the war, um, when they come back, got together, they uh, sadly had around about six members of their football team was uh, lost during the war. Mm-hmm. And uh, they wondered what to do. Obviously, the guys at this stage were a lot older. Sure. And the yes. bones were a bit creaking when they started trying to play football. Yeah, yeah. So they decided they couldn't reform this uh, Thursday team again. Um, so they wondered what to do. They had about £30 remaining in the kitty. Well, £30 in 1945 would have been, or 40, when, was, when was it? Was this 45 or just a this bit is, after? Uh, just, at, well, just after War 45, 46. Yeah, so £30 would have been quite, yeah. a, quite a bit of money those days, was not it, That's really? correct. It and that was used to purchase the cup then, was it, or yeah, the trophy? Yeah, they, they got together and uh, wondered what to do, and they decided to purchase a, a, a cup with this money. Right. And it was an old racing cup. Oh, right, so they adapted somebody else's cup then. That's correct, yeah. yeah. Okay. And, uh, and we still use that cup today. Oh, right. So yeah. has it been running ever since, every year ever since? Is it all? They got together in 1951. 
right. uh, uh, to uh, discuss what to do right. uh, in the Salutation Hotel, as it was called there. Yeah, yes. On the corner by the church. That's right, yeah. That's and right. they decided to form a memorial competition, cup competition, uh-huh. within a 10-mile radius of Farndon, inviting various teams mm-hmm. in that radius into the competition, and they played for this cup. Right, okay. So uh, how many teams final. currently are in the competition now? We limit it to 16. It's an okay. invitation, so we invite 16 teams into the uh, clubs into the competition okay. each year. And what criteria would you use to invite somebody? I mean, is it just uh, anybody your team can beat, is it? Or, is it, or, <laughs> we <laughs> or limit do you have a team yourself as such? No, we limit it to uh, below the Hellenic League level right okay. so it can be league one on downwards sure okay uh, so that level so that so that's uh it's a fair competition so some of the the people this is in memory of then there would be uh i mean some of our listeners would probably some know some of the names of the people then really wouldn't they? who so who's it in memory of then effectively the name can you um that's correct there's uh, um there's a mercers were uh, a well-known um Family. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was growing up, I remember the Mercers nearby me. The right. Tucker. Um, okay. Obviously, there's Tucker Park and Tucker family. Was well, that next? Tucker so Tucker's Park is named after Tucker Park. Then uh, the family is the Tuckers. Uh, that's correct. It oh, was right. donated to uh, Farndon Town uh, yes. by the Tucker family, and that's where the. Uh, oh, from Tucker Nurseries, so they owned it as well. So they. I believe so. I'm oh right. Okay. Not quite too sure, but I know it was donated by the Tucker family to Farndon. Uh, for use as recreation. And you say the majority of these people were people who were uh, running local retail businesses in town. So w- w- which correct. businesses are we talking about then? That Are any of, those, any of these businesses still here? Is anybody well, there, there lingering, was, is there? there Bernie Cook, who owned Cook's the Chemist, which is right. now, I believe, Boots. Right, yeah, uh, of course, yeah. He was a, a, a keen member of the team. Okay. Uh, when did that change over? Do you know from? I know Boots has only been here a couple of years now. I think it's Ballard's for a number of years, isn't it? When, when did I Cook's remember go Cooks when I was in the town, which was in the eighties. Oh right, okay, all right. Uh, well, no, it's not. Eighties isn't too far away no, from I, me. I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, it's fine. I remember, yeah, I mean, yeah. I remember, oh right, okay. Remember talking to Bernie. Yeah, that. yeah. And what other? Can you think of any other names of families that were were running businesses in town that some of our listeners might know? Not running the businesses myself, no. I mean, okay. there was Whiting. I know there's a Whiting's around town. Mm-hmm. Um, right, there's okay. a few others. So this competition, there's there's sixteen people, sixteen teams that con- uh, participate. That's correct. And over what period of time does this competition take place? We have it in two stages. Uh, the first stage is the beginning of August for the first round. Mm-hmm. The quarterfinals is the week after. Right, okay. And uh, a lot of clubs like to enter into competition because these are the first competitive games of the season. Sure, okay. So it gives them a, a good um, grounding for the start of the season right. as to what players are up for it. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Okay. And uh, from the quarterfinals, we then go on to the semi-finals, which we hold at the end of the football season, in towards the end of the football season in April. Mm-hmm. And then the final is in the first Thursday of May every year. So that's tonight? That's correct. That's tonight yeah. then, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, correct, okay. Yeah. 
And who's and who's managed to get through to the final this year? Tonight it's Saxton Rovers against Fairford Town Reserves. Saxton Rovers. Where were the Saxton Rovers? Saxton been? is over towards the Oxford area. Right. Okay. And Fairford Town is over towards uh, North Swindon area. Right. So it's from the opposite ends of the uh, yeah, way that sure. they come okay. to me. So it's it's a it's a nice competition it's where it, these. Yeah. And and they're both in different football um, association areas, mm-hmm. so they like this. Uh, it's like a miniature European. Club yeah, it's a crossover, a crossing board, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Now, I know the other thing that um, the, the 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 association is it an association? Your memorial? What what do you? Club it's a cup competition. It's a cup competition. competition. Okay, but your organisation itself, um, the memorial. We have a committee. We have, have a Farnham Thursday Memorial Cup okay. competition committee. Okay, and that's uh, raised not only raised raises helped to establish the current Farnham Town Football Club uh, pavilion, didn't it? Yes, they, uh, once the competition started, then they wanted to uh, dedicate a plaque in memory of mm-hmm. the guys that died. Sure. Um, but they had nowhere to hang the plaque. Oh right, okay. The Farnham Town their their changing rooms was the old Nissan huts, which mm-hmm. is opposite. Uh, the football club now which mm. is in what is now Marines Drive sure and they didn't really want to hang the, the no no in there. it's not, not the most so uh, they, they approached wonderful locations <laughs> buildings wouldn't they no quite they approached Farron and Town if they yeah. could uh, if they could have permission to build a pavilion on the on the land right oh, uh, that's on, on, the, on the actual yeah. uh, park okay and so they they raised money uh, towards the uh, Farndon uh, Pavilion Fund, mm-hmm. and um, eventually they raised enough money to to build um, the pavilion. And in 1963, the uh, they had the opening ceremony. Oh right. Previous okay. to that, yeah. it had been uh, handed over to Farndon Time Football Club for mm-hmm. them to use uh, as they were in the Hellenic League then. And uh, they needed some decent facilities. So. And that's the current pavilion clubhouse that exists now. Then is that's it? correct. It's oh, had a okay. few changes over yeah. the years. Yeah, oh, I'm sure uh, there's been. But it's uh, you yeah, know modernisation now. But it's uh, yeah, that's uh, the clubhouse that they use now. And and so there we have a, a the plaque. Oh, you've got somewhere proper to put it. That's great. In the clubhouse, and it's uh, a but, lasting memorial. But also the uh, understand you've also the. Uh, the way you've been running this over years, it's generated some funds, and you've managed to de- uh, sort of provide funds for other local charities as well, or other uh, worthy causes, should we say? Yes, that's, that's correct. I mean, now the uh, the club is uh, up and running. The um, you know the pavilion mm. and it's main- being maintained. Um, so we're now moving on to other cause which is yeah. associated to the to the to the football. Uh, okay. And so what um, have, you do, have you managed to provide funds to? Well, any access of funds, then we donate to uh, fire and, uh, to the air ambulance. Oh, right, that's good. Yeah. To uh, Heart Foundation. Yeah. Uh, the first first line, uh, first aid people. Oh, for first responders. First responders. Oh, right, yes, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very worthy cause, yeah. yeah. And, uh, it takes uh, an hour to get an ambulance here sometimes in Farringdon, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and associations like that, which, uh, you know... It, could be a requirement by football mm, clubs. Sure. If there's yeah, a, yeah. you know... Avid, so there's a vested interest avid here avid in some of the organisations you supported then? Well, that's correct, yeah. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, that's, you know, fair, it's, that's it's, fair enough. That's fair enough. It's, it's ploughing it yeah. back into local football yeah. 
for all you know local people. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, which you so how many expecting tonight? Then are you expecting a, a crowd of followers to come? Well, to unfortunately, supporters? unlike last year where we had Farron and Town in the final, uh, yeah. you know, that always raises a, 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 an increased uh, mm. attendance. Um, we're slightly down, I should imagine tonight, but there, there still would be quite a following there. Mm. We usually have a you know. Um, a, well, we sell out of programmes most times. So oh, that's, that's great. That's, oh, that's good. good news. Just one, one final thing. You just said that it's formed in 1951, so that means... So this year's the 60th anniversary then. So there's, That's correct, yeah. No, it's a special, it's a special, special event then this yes, year, isn't it? that's correct. We, we, we wondered what to do. Uh, we, we got together with a subcommittee uh, to, to discuss what we should do, and we've come mm. up with the idea this year of uh, having a over-25s and under-25s uh, made up of members of the 16 competing clubs mm-hmm. for this year. Uh, and uh, then we will hold a 60th anniversary game mm-hmm. on the 19th of May. Oh, right. Which okay. is a Thursday night. Right, okay. And uh, the winners now play for a uh, newly uh, donated Farnham Thursday anniversary trophy. Oh, right. So um, there's, a, there's a new history being, being created then, effectively, that's isn't correct. there? Yeah, yeah, that's <coughs> correct. We, we recently uh, had a Jubilee Cup, mm-hmm. which was um, for a Jubilee competition was formed on the Jubilee mm-hmm. of the uh, competition. But right. uh, um, because of other clubs' commitments, um, that was decided to be uh, disbanded and that. And, um, you know, now we've uh, we've donated this new cup to anniversary. Oh, great. Well, well, good luck for the future. Yeah. Good luck to uh, hopefully another 60 years of uh, Friday the Thursday Memorial Cup competitions. Oh, thank you very kindly. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Well, as Dave said, uh, that memorial trophy was held on the 5th of May at Farringdon Town Football Ground, where Sexton Rovers... Uh, I did ask him, thinking, where Saxton Rovers come from? Not too sure now. Uh, Saxton Rovers beat Fairford Town Reserves 3-2. And also on the 19th, which has just gone, was the special trophy uh, in memory of the fact that it was the 60th anniversary. And uh, the over-25s, of course, it could all be 26, I suppose, really, just because over-25s, they're sort of uh, hobbling around, does it? Over-25s beat the under-25s 3-1. And that was a charity event and did raise some funds for Help the Heroes. Hi, I'm Denise from Presentation. I wish Farringdon Radio all the success for the future. I'd just like to take a moment. I'd, I've mentioned this before, sort of a personal plea here, really. I've still got bloody cats crapping all over my garden. They don't even, even bury the stuff. They just crap everywhere. I have to go around with plastic bags, collecting it all before I can even mow the lawn. So if anybody's got any uh, interesting ideas, well, effective ideas, um, I suppose they have to be legal, don't they? Effective ideas to help me uh, prevent this from continuing. I'd very much appreciate somebody getting in touch with me, letting me know. Uh, We've tried all sorts of bits and pieces. We've even tried uh, mothballs recently, um, tea bags soaked in something or other. Um, wasn't arsenic. I'm not suggesting that. That'd be a little inappropriate, I think. Yes, yes, it would be inappropriate. Um, uh, that didn't seem to have much effect as well. We tried the curry powder and uh, cayenne pepper and all sorts of things like that. But uh, and there was little sort of was it um, uh, lion droppings. Dangerous collecting. That's the one to start with. But anyway, did we did try that? It seemed to have much effect either. So if anybody's got any anything they can help us with, we'd really appreciate it. 
Anyway, let's uh, go on to our uh, second piece of music. Uh, another local band, Mammoth and the Drum. Uh, first release now since their uh, album last year, uh, I believe, was so successful. One of their members actually managed to subsequently retire following the release of that first album. Uh, hope that doesn't make them lazy. Anyway, uh, a new track by them called Why Buy Balloons Just to Let Them Go. Let it go. Why? 
was uh, Mammoth and the Drum with a new song by them called Why By Balloons Just Let Them Go. Uh, Mammoth and the Drum will be playing at this year's art festival and uh, in the courtyard uh, organised by Sam and, and Hillary from the uh, the Mad People. We all know what that means, didn't mean the Mad. Uh, and Sam and Hillary will also be organising next Sunday uh, a fundraising uh, event. I forgot what the fundraising's for. I'll check in that because I will mention it in my roundup at the end. Uh, also at the uh, Portwell Courtyard, um, uh, behind the Portwell Bar, uh, just in just off the marketplace. Open air event, um, lovely stage is setting up there. Um, so uh, Mammoth and the Drum will be playing there next Sunday afternoon, Sunday the 29th of May. Now, we all talk about wanting to support local retailers, and obviously there's a lot of debate going on in Farringdon at the moment with the supermarkets. Do we have one? Do we have two? Do we have three? Do we have any new ones at all coming in? And uh, obviously shops closing and uh, the sad demise of Davies DIY. Um, but there's always scope for something new to come along. Well, I say new because I'm here now talking about the Farringdon Farmer's Market, which has been going for 10 years. So somebody did get off... Uh, uh, get up on their feet and do something and uh, Rosemary Packer uh, is it Packer? Yes it is Packer, there's my notes, check in, so always good to check your notes before you start talking uh, who 10 years ago managed to get together with some of the, with uh, some friends and organised the first Farringdon Farmers Market which they still maintain, not that they uh, send, they're selling anything themselves, so they're not in it for any personal gain themselves um, so I, I, I caught up with uh, Rosemary to find out about how they got it off the ground and uh, the organisation behind it. Uh, well, I'm with uh, Rosemary Packer, and who's chairman of the, who's coordinator, to get it correctly, coordinator of the Farndon Farmers Market. Uh, Rosemary, could you just give me a bit of background about how you got the Farndon Market, Farmers Market, off the ground, and, and, and why, really? What was the purpose behind it all? Well, at the time, I was chairman of the Joint Economic Forum for Farringdon, and we had vaguely talked about a farmers market. And at this particular time, if you remember, the foot and mouth crisis was really uppermost in our minds and uh, as a rural area everybody mm. was feeling quite depressed. And so when was this and how long ago? This was back? 2001. Wow, ten that years far back ago. We've ju just celebrated yeah. our, our, for our 10th birthday in April. Oh, this it's gone year. quickly isn't it? Yes, yeah. it's gone very quickly. And I say you, you talk about these things, you think oh we might do it, it's rather nice and then suddenly you think hang on a minute we ought to do something about it. Mm. So um, with my fellow conspirator Mike Heathcote who was on for the Chamber of Commerce at that mm -hmm. time we what, just, was that the Farringdon Chamber of Commerce? Yes, yeah, Farringdon right, Chamber okay. of Commerce. He represents it on the Joint Economic Forum. Um, we decided, yes, we would do something about it. So we started asking around, and we had lots of help. We had help from uh, the South East of England Development Agency, and we had mm -hmm. help from the District Council, and we had lots of help from the Thames Valley Farmers Market uh, Cooperative. Okay. Um, so were they the, the main source of your stall holders then, through, through, the, through yes, that Yes, the Thames, Thames Valley helped us. Even though we've remained, we started as and we've remained an independent market, mm. they have always been very helpful. Right. Um, and so we started to get interest, and in the end we said, right, we're going to do it in April. Mm -hmm. Fine. But then we hit a certain amount of snags because with the foot and mouth uh, crisis, there was no, no movement of meat, um, animals for meat, and we might have not been able to do it because there might have been an outbreak close to us here. But in fact... It got to the evening before and I had to ring the county council up and ask what the situation was. Mm. And I did. And the very kind person on the other end said, 
no, I think you're okay, go ahead. Brilliant. And so we did go ahead and we had a very, very successful opening. Um, the, somebody from Cedar mm. uh, came to open it for us, Henriette, and uh, we had Chairman of the Vitals District Council, we had lots of interested people, and more and more people flocked to the market. We had mm. uh, Radio Oxford was on hand, and they were doing a commentary almost as everything happened. And we had a television crew there. It was very, very exciting. Do you actually. know how many storeholders you had on that first? Uh, nine. Nine? Yes, I've okay. looked up. We had actually nine. And ironically, on our 10th birthday, we had nine. Oh, right. So okay. it, it, it has been up and down. We've yeah. had sometimes yeah. as many as 15. But we do tend to, in the winter particularly, have about seven or eight. Right. But when okay. the seasonal things start to come in, we, we end up with about nine, which is all we can almost all we can fit, fit on with on. any sense. Right. Yes. And where generally do they come from? Is it generally people from close by, farmers selling their produce from close by, is it? Or? Uh, in general, yes, but we do have this, this, this great chap from the Isle of Wight who, gets, right, yeah. who catches the four o'clock boat in the morning uh -huh. and brings his produce across. Thank goodness he doesn't go back that evening. He then does about three or four different markets, mm. fairly locally, Marlborough, maybe Wallingford, I'm not sure. But um, he brings flour and, and rye biscuits made from mm. rye from his own farm and various products that we can't source locally. Um, well, what, are those, what storeholders do you say you have then? What, what's the range of stores you get there? Well, then? we have bread, uh, tra uh, trout, mm -hmm. um, pork, beef, plants, vegetarian products. Um, at the moment, we uh, last market, we have asparagus and we should be having oh, strawberries right. and yes, so on. Yeah. Uh, rape oil, which is produced locally at Shrivenham. Uh -huh. So we have quite a range of stores, actually. And how much do people have to pay to have a store there, then? How does um, that work? They pay £10 each month, mm -hmm. and from that, Mike Heathcote and I take a little bit of expenses for our petrol for putting up the notices. Sure. Um, we take, you know, usual things of stationery and so on. But all, almost all the money is ploughed back into advertising. Mm. We advertise in what's on. And we have a banner that um, and notices that need to be replaced sure. from time yeah. to time. Yeah. But we do it because we enjoy it. Yeah. I must say in the winter, though, it's a bit of a chore getting up very early when the mornings are dark <laughs> and the car won't start. But it's on the same day as the, uh, the regular uh, Tuesday market yeah, as we well. Have a very, you, yes, you get a good relationship yes, with, with those Yes, we have people. a very good relationship mm. with, with them. And uh, they join us at Christmas and we do a, a big raffle. Right. And we, get, we have gifts from all the stalls both markets and then we have this free raffle for customers and so on which is great fun right, and we've yeah, always had great yeah. cooperation they they feel that they get more customers in on on farmers market day than the ordinary market day and, sure. and the shops do report the same sort of thing so yeah. we feel we're very justified oh, in, in the hard work yeah. that's gone into it over the years okay and if anybody wants to have a stall at, uh, at, the, at the market how was the best way for them to get in touch with you well they might just through my telephone Okay. I, I've, got, I've always got an arms phone on. It's easy to, for people okay. to just ring well, do you, me. Do you have a website at all? Or? No, we don't no. have a website, no. Okay. No. Can I really tell everybody your number at the end of the show? Then? Yes, we'll you put, can. I'll release that, can I? Yes, yeah, okay. That's yeah. great. Okay, yeah, my number's pretty that. common and ordinary. Yeah, yeah great. Okay. Well, uh, well, thank you very much, Rosemary, for that. I uh, really appreciate your time talking to us on, on Founding Radio and uh, wish you great future success for well, uh, the farmers' market. Much. Thank you very much. Thank you. Well, that's always good to hear that uh, something uh, that started 10 years ago or for the purpose of just promoting Farringdon and putting Farringdon on the map uh, a little bit. And uh, that was Rosemary Packer talking about the Farringdon Farmer's Market. So if anybody wants to do get in touch with uh, Rosemary, if they want to have a stall down there, the phone number to ring would be 01367 710 445. 
01367 710 But if you should put Farringdon Farmer's Market into Google, something will come up eventually, and there will be some phone numbers on there for you. Anyway, let's have a bit of a roundup of what's go- going on in and around Farringdon during the next two weeks before our next show. Uh, so what we got here, we got uh, looking ahead to... Uh, Sunday the 29th is that event organised by Sam and Hilary Prince at the Portwell, Portwell Courtyard behind the Portwell Bar, just off the marketplace. That, I'll just check now, it's actually in aid of UNICEF. So it's a fundraising event and uh, Sam is looking for bands and performers who can uh, come along and uh, perform for free. So if anybody does want to uh, play down there, please get in touch with Sam. And his phone number is 07531 four five nine one seven nine that's oh seven five three one four five nine one seven nine and sam and hillary are still looking for volunteers to help them out because they're obviously going to be heavily involved in the arts festival on the uh, weekend 8th 9th and 10th of july so if there's any helpers willing to offer their services i'm sure they'd uh, value your contribution as well and then on Monday the 30th, the Folly Tower is open, a special bank holiday uh, opening day, uh, open to 11 o'clock in the morning. I'm um, just interested, has anybody actually managed to find all the four and 20 blackbirds around the pie, around the Folly Tower? Interesting to hear if anybody actually managed to find all of them. I haven't. Been there a couple of times, still can't see them all. And on Thursday, the 2nd of June, comedy night at the Portwell Bar. It's £10. Booking uh, is highly recommended for comedy acts. Uh, So if you want to get down there, get in touch with the people down at Portwell Bar, pay your £10 advance and uh, hopefully you'll get a good seat. And uh, although I generally talk about entertainment and things going on here, this one's not entertaining, but um, the Blood People, sounds good, sounds like a a black band, doesn't it? The Blood People are coming to Farringdon. No, they want your blood. Um, down at the Corn Exchange, uh, if anybody wants to uh, give a pint, I'm not going to go into any comedy sketches. I couldn't do it very well. So if anybody wants to give a pint, uh, I'm sure we'd all maybe appreciate that at some stage in the future. Uh, if we do need to have that sort of thing, then we need it. So we need the blood. So come and give us a pint. Or give them a pint. Give us all a pint. Uh, but if you do want to uh, give us a pint, um, it's... Uh, if you want to book ahead, you can, of course, on 0300 123 2323 or just go to blood.co.uk. And on also on the 2nd of June at the Swan Pub in Park Road, it's their first Thursday every month. It's their folk session. I think that's what it's called, just the Farringdon Folk Session at the Swan Pub. So if anybody wants to turn up, even just to play maybe, or take your guitar or some instrument of some kind, uh, and you want to sing a song, join in, or if you want to go down and have an entertaining evening, uh, that's free entry for that uh, event down at the Swan on Thursday the 2nd of June. It'll be the first Thursday every month. So, just uh, going to our last piece of music now. Uh, there's no real connection to, to Farringdon with this next band. In fact, I think there's only any connection whatsoever, really, other than the fact that I'm from Farringdon. I've been to see the band... Uh, three or four times now. Went to see them recently down at the Port Mahon in Oxford. Uh, band I'm talking about is a Little Fish. Oxford duo. Is it trio? I mean, it's a duo supported by uh, Ben who plays the uh, 
Hammond organ and a few other instruments as well. Um, I don't know if he's an official member of the band or not, really. Don't really know. Uh, anyway, they're currently recording a new album with Baz Coombs, ex of Supergrass. And uh, a great band. I, I just love, love this band. Uh, it's a bit, bit of a, a punky, rocky band, really. But uh, this one's just a, more of an upbeat pop song, I suppose, really. Best way of describing it. Um, loved for the band to come here in Farringdon, if I could only afford to bring them here. But uh, that's another story, really, anyway. Um, not to organise many events in Farringdon anymore. Got my fingers burnt a few times on that particular score. But anyway, this is Little Fish from Farringdon with a song of theirs called Disco Feet. And hopefully be hearing their new album not too shortly. Thank you. 
Okay, a uh, little fish from Oxford, not Farringdon, as I just said. A little fish from Oxford with a song of theirs called Disco Feet. And uh, you can uh, track them down, listen to them uh, by finding the link on uh, farringdonradios.com website. We'll be back on Sunday the 5th of June, uh, same night as the Farringdon 15-Minute Club. So if anybody wants a great evening of entertainment, come down there and uh, bring a guitar, sing a song, have a listen, join in. See you in a couple of weeks' time. Thanks very much. Bye.